You are listening to the Headhunting Housewives podcast with your recruiter, Diane O'Brien, episode number 56. Hello, Headhunting Housewives. This is your recruiter, Diane O'Brien. And today is Tuesday. Remember, we're still in Christmas season. This is the 11th day of Christmas. So tomorrow is finally uh, King's Day, they call it. So I think this should be called Queen's Day. I don't know if it is, but it should be Queen's Eve, I suppose. And then tomorrow, um, all the lights come down, unfortunately. <laughs> and it's so gray. I don't know where you are, but I'm in Philadelphia. And the sun came up a little while ago, but there's like no pretty sunrise. It is gray and cloudy. This is the time of year, January and February. The gray skies want me to get out of Dodge, um, which I hope to be doing soon, leaving for Florida another week or so. So um, I'll be happy to podcast with you from sunny skies, and we'll share that sunshine and blue skies with you versus the gray sky I'm looking at right now. Um, but what's good about this, there's never a better time to sink into business and growing yourself, making more money and doing kind of fun things when you're stuck inside anyway. It's gray and cold. Otherwise, I'd want to be out in a garden or by a beach. Um, and we'll have all kinds of time for that later on this year. But right now, um, I'm going to focus on Tactical Tuesday with you. I know I'm not going to get into tactics as far as the uh, the source and the hunt as much as I did last year. There's plenty of free videos on that. Um, what I want to focus on today is uh, really, I think, just following my path on this Tuesday. I'll kind of share with you um, what I have ahead on my calendar and how I got here. Maybe I can help you and how you tactically plan out your days and on a Tuesday morning, maybe how you get motivated or inspired to kind of do the next step. Um, so for example, uh, my headhunters out there, I think we'll really enjoy this episode um, because I have um, some searches I'm working right now, closing some and actually opening a new one that I opened over the holiday. And um, my main focus, I always have like the top three I'm focusing on, but one of my main searches right now is for a COO of a small firm, um, healthcare firm in Virginia. Um, and so this CEO is amazing. I won't go too much into his background, but as a doctor, went to Harvard grad, um, you know, has built this company from the ground up the past few years. Uh, and it's very much like a value-based mission-driven healthcare company, changing people, changing people's lives, the way they give care. It's really focused on, um, a certain segment in healthcare and, um, and he's got all kind of funding, which is great. So the venture capitalist that, uh, on the board that we're working with to help him find his COO, um, are well-funded. He's probably got about $100 million right now in funding, not to give too much away. Um, so he's able to spend some money on a COO. Now, what I want to talk to you about today is sometimes, you know, I'm going from Tactical Tuesday to Thoughtful thir- Tuesday because I was thinking of, um, I was thinking today on this Tuesday about how things progress. And sometimes, you know, you don't have to hustle to get these good jobs. And this is a great example that I can share with you because I spoke to this CEO um, about a year ago, he called me looking for a COO. I had a really great uh, conversation. He was a referral to me, um, I think through Kaplan, and um, and they were interviewing lots of interview a lot of recruiting companies, you know, out there. And we're pretty, I'm pretty small. Obviously, we've always ran a kind of a little small boutique firm myself at Salesforce and now through Kaplan. And um, and so anyway, we spoke and we hit off great. And he forwarded me to his VP 
of HR, who I also spoke with on a conference call, hit off great. I think he forwarded me to another director within their recruiting company, spoke to, hit off great. <laughs> you know, all these calls that happen just to land a big contract at times, right? And at the end of the day, they never circle back. Now, it could have been me. You know, follow-up is everything. Maybe if I had better follow-up, if the timing was right, I probably should have gone after and landed that contract. However, I had a lot of other things on my plate last year um, that I was focusing on more. Um, you know, in my training, I was building faster to help you all learn recruiting. I had clients where I was actually hiring more sales recruiters and teams because it aligned more with me training all of you to help you have kind of lower level jobs to learn from versus, you know, throwing you a COO role. So it really aligned with what I was doing last year and I didn't follow up. So regardless, whatever the reason, I didn't get this job, right? And so um, meanwhile, you know, placed all those people for that. It was another small healthcare company here in um, Pennsylvania, filled their roles. I'm still working with them. Um, and I got to really kind of go through the country and meeting the different players. That's a whole different story. But at the same time, I was still working on other, uh, the C-level roles, which I, I do enjoy more, especially now. They're easier. You get more money. Um, I just like speaking with that level at this point. I feel it's, I can just help them more and help women make more money um, at that C-level. Um, so I was able to close, um, uh, actually there was a, um, well, you know, actually I say that the last one was not, a, I had a woman in play for it and a man actually got the job, but anyway, closed as cannabis. That was another area I was working on a cannabis COO role, closed, um, a software COO role. So that was taking a lot of my time then. Um, and here it is a year later, this CEO of the company I currently am contracted with gave me a call back and I think he texted me. He was like, hey, still need help in that COO role, right? So we got another conference call with his VP of HR and him. I think it was late one evening because they're very busy. And um, and there's many kind of caveats to the story I won't go into. I mean, actually, he actually offered me a, a full-time job to come onto his company to run all of their recruiting, which, gosh, a year or two ago, I probably would have jumped on something like that. But now that's just not what I want. I don't mind advising and working these positions. But um, I guess maybe I am fearful of getting pulled inside and getting pulled into the chaos. And you can't pay me enough money to kind of <laughs> get pulled into some of those small companies. And, and uh, they took a long time to put the infrastructure in. I'm not sure if I'm, I was up for that. Right now at this moment, I'm having too much fun with Kaplan and building that business. Um, but I love that there was that trust right away. If he's going to offer me something, a potential role, I feel like there was a trust there now after all these conversations. And so I was so eager to lock the contract down and help him find his person, right? So as you should know, at these contracts, they take some time. It's not like closing some little quick deal for recruiter sales or manager, even VP roles can be closed quickly. These C-level roles take a long time because the, first of all, a new client, the contracting in place takes a little bit lengthier. So we started that process around Thanksgiving, just so you know. Along with you know other people I was speaking to and, and putting contracts out and only so many of them closed and um, this one didn't actually get signed off on until like Christmas it was like I think Christmas Eve in fact so all the back and forth and they have to go through their legal and you know I don't have a legal I am legal and Adam's my legal and <laughs> and so you know that takes there's nothing I like worse to be honest than having to go through contracts and lingo I think I mentioned this before uh, the legal lingo I've been burnt a few times um, <laughs> when a clients were lawyers because I didn't get paid in the 
past just because of the way the lingo was written out because I didn't find them a great person they hired. So anyway, so all of that just to bring me here to here we are with January 5th, right? Tuesday to finally be, you know, strongly working on this opening. We sealed the deal. Luckily, it was through the holidays, which I love signing contracts over Christmas because I can reach all the um, C-level people really easily. Everyone's taken off the second half of the year or the second half of December. So people are easily accessed versus getting, you know, busily into their jobs that like they're doing right now. So I can tell you just, you know, I can already see a fall off when I'm emailing or reaching out to people. Everyone got back to me at the holidays pretty quick, pretty much. And then now and following up, it's it's that the delay is happening because their energy is focused elsewhere, right? So um, keep that in mind. So whenever you can make those quick slam dunks and the year do that. Um, so because of that reason, just because I got a head start and because of the time of the year and first quarter is the busiest hiring season. So I kind of am very happy that this was the role that came through. It was the most lucrative. Other jobs I didn't get um, weren't as lucrative. And then I had to turn some down that just, you know, would take my focus off this. So those are things we'll talk about too. You'd be very specific on the roles you take on at this level because you don't want to divide your mind time into too many divisions, right? You want to be in control of your calendar and don't bog that down. So that's why you wait for the really high level client that can pay you the good money, um, high retainers, you know, get into that fifteen, twenty thousand um, $20,000, 30 sometimes, but this one's like a 20K, it's right in the middle there, retainer um, that you can then get another 20 on with your benchmark candidate and another 20 on when you close it. And that way you can do a bunch of these and just knock it out first quarter, right? That's, that's the goal here. Um, so it's nice on this Tuesday, we, because I had last week, I already have people in play very quickly, things that would have taken weeks to get the person to the phone interview with the um, CEO. Uh, I was able to move very quickly. And this little company, I had an idea they were going to be very nimble and quick, and they are. A lot of companies still are not using video interviewing. I've been trying to get companies to do that for the past 20 years. And now with Zoom and COVID and everyone knows how to use video and it's so simple and free, there's really no excuses to all the people listening to me out there that maybe run their own company. But when you're hiring, use video. And there's a lot of innovative things you can do with it nowadays that I couldn't years ago that I'm able to recommend to clients. So I'm working with um, this client, not only as, you know, their recruiter, their executive recruiter um, for their needs this year, but also advising them and, and what I recommend how they set up their process because a lot of little companies like that, they don't even have a process or if they have one, it's too slow and too cumbersome and they need someone really quarterbacking it, right? Like to make sure it's fast and speedy while you're hitting all the bases needed to make sure you're getting the right person. Um, but you have to be quick because these great candidates, I know when I find a great candidate, and I'm focused on a lot of great women, women candidates right now, which they're hard to find and everybody wants them right now, right? Because diversity is a big push and, um, you know, uh, it's horrible to say and I feel bad for the uh um, gentlemen listening to this a little bit because, you know, all the years in the past, it was so easy to throw your standard guy with the background out and, and get taken. And he would often beat out all the women for the role because other guys were hiring and they wanted a, a team similar to them, I suppose. I mean, not, not all companies, but that was the MO it felt like for a lot of clients in the past. And I try to focus on the ones that were open-minded where I could hire a ton of women always. But, but that was just always the feeling. Um, and I had a recent hire where I had a great woman, but the man did win out, which still, you know, bumps me out. But hey, I'm not, I'm just advising on the hire. I can't make the hire, but they was still a great person. And hey, these great guys need jobs too. <laughs> so sometimes it's the way it rolls and you can't, um, you know, we're an equal opportunity employer, of course. So um, we leave it up to the client. But 
Having said all that, it's just a different feeling right now. We're now you women and any diversity candidate is um, that you're wanted now more than ever. And you actually get a leg up over someone and what's kind of, I don't know, sad, good or right. But, you know, even with more experience, I have a client last year, a finance client, um, that actually said, hey, look, we need to up our diversity, our new CEOs initiative. And even if these diverse candidates um, have um, less experience and don't have meet all the requirements, we'll look at them and help get them there. So it's a completely different mode than it was a couple years ago. Um, so anyway, but just back to kind of my tactical Tuesday. So I'm not going to have, you know, I know it always people listening to me might think I had this like crazy schedule, but remember I keep it light. I, I like doing this work and I want to make more money, but still have my day. So even though it's pretty gray outside and it's not really inspiring me at this point to go for a hike, that's probably what I'll still do. <laughs> um, you know, I try that every day, if not walk the dog or hike with the dog, or if not, I'll do something inside to kind of keep that morning activity. Um, so I'm just not working and sitting on my laptop all day. Um, but I think we're going to go, my phone is going to go skiing, in fact, but I think they move that to tomorrow. So I might be doing this from a ski lodge tomorrow. Um, but at any rate for today, um, you know, we have, um, actually I have a video interview this afternoon with a great candidate. Um, and then I already have the CEO set up with two candidates, um, this week today, he also has a two and then next week and, or I'm sorry, later in this week. And so I guess my main thing to talk about is the proactivity that I did before the job is really what got me here. And so here in January, be really proactive to set things up ahead of schedule. So as you're doing your contracts, ladies, make sure you already do a little prep and start doing a little research on the company, get a feel for what they're looking for, gather notes, gather information. That way you really hit the ground running. So by the time that contract was signed, I knew in my head what that profile was. And I only reached out to the women that I knew could just, you know, do a wonderful job at this role. And these are high-level roles, right? These are high-level women that are already CEOs and in the C-suite. They're already making hundreds of thousands of dollars. They probably want to get to a million and these kind of roles can get them there. So, um, you know, that's what you want to do. And again, as you're working on your daily, as you know what you have ahead of you for, let's say you're interviewing today, whether it's Zoom calls or on the phone, we're just in search mode. Often Tactical Tuesdays used to be all about just sourcing mode, just trying to still find the person. If you're doing that, you know, dedicate your time to that. But also have an eye to the future. Like, uh, for example, this morning I sent an email out just making sure I could get on the calendar because this one CEO is very, very busy and it takes a week, it feels like, just to get 20 minutes. So make sure you're looking ahead to get on the right people's calendars ahead of schedule so you're not behind the eight ball. So you don't have some great candidate that just can't be seen because everyone's calendar is full. And as you know, scheduling can be death to recruiting. I mean, a lot of great candidates and a lot of great matches don't happen sometimes because the calendars didn't sync. So part of that can be hustle and try and make it happen. But the other part is also life and letting that happen. Um, you can only control the calendar so much and you got to let it go, right? It goes to, their, to, to what their assistant can do for you and get on their calendar or how it works out. And sometimes that is life taking the path that it should take, I think. Um, to make the right person come to the top. Because it's not always the first person I think it is. Sometimes it's the second person, maybe even I have to go to my third. But usually 
knock on wood lately, you know, I get that good, good feel, but it takes a while for that, that to rise to the top for the company. They have to go through all their processes and everyone's got to see and meet them. And all the concerns on both sides have to be, you know, weighed out. And then that's even before getting to the whole money discussion and offers and all that kind of good stuff, which will take some time. So with any luck, I'll check back in with you, but I don't bring this customer back up until March. <laughs> even that, that I have people in play right now and I'm probably have the person that's going to get hired. They probably won't be seeing the offer letter until February or getting hired until March, um, unless this company surprises me and really fast tracks, which would be um, astounding. So we'll see. I'll keep you posted. But make sure you're staying focused on, again, the tacticals of the day, what you have to get done. Uh, there's no better time to do it. Get it out of the way as early as possible. So if the sun comes up, you can enjoy the rest of your day. Um, and remember, build space around your calendar as you're doing these things for yourself. Don't hustle too hard. You know, make sure that you're more important than the job. So that's probably the best advice I can give you for this Tuesday. And um, I will talk to you hopefully tomorrow. If not, I might be driving up uh, with my family for the ski trip they're planning. So um, if not, I'll talk to you later in the week. But have a good one. Bye. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come join us over at headhuntinghousewives.com. It's completely free to join. We're there to offer you guidance, support, inspiration. And when you're ready to go a little bit deeper, we're starting a mentorship program in 2Q. If that's for you, you have to email me at hello at headhuntinghousewives.com and let me know who you are and how I can help. Again, that's hello at headhuntinghousewives.com and I look forward to seeing you there.